Welcome to the One Day at a Time podcast, where we forget about yesterday, we don't worry about tomorrow, it's what are we going to do today that's all that matters, because you've only ever had, or will ever have, the fantastic 24 hours a day you're about to embark on. So hopefully, this episode is going to give you some daily dose of wisdom that you can take action on today to improve your life. And remember, all it takes is one day at a time. Friday is here, Cobra Kai's. Last night's book session was class. Decent turnout, a lot of conversation. The book covers so many different angles that the conversation can go from one end to the other. And some really good points were raised. And I'm going to try and recap them now. So for you that didn't listen, just take away. So when it comes to the practice of meditation, we found out that Billy, for example, does his meditation whilst running to music, active meditation. If he doesn't have the music, he can't get into that state. Then we have Sophia who, who said that she can only do it when there's no music and you go on a run and walk in nature. So the opposite, in, or the opposite, but different, right? Some people using meditation apps like Calm and Headspace and stuff like that. Um, and then some like active meditation walking. But meditation doesn't have to be the mm, sitting against a wall. It just needs to be you being able to let your mind wander without basically attaching any any like labels and things to the thoughts that can fly on your mind. Just let your mind be free. Don't judge, right? Don't try and fight against the thoughts and letting it become just fluid. And they talk about this in the book and it's called choiceless awareness or it's called bare attention where you don't label anything and if any, if any thought comes to your mind, you acknowledge, like you can acknowledge the thoughts. They're like, oh, this or that. But you don't label them. You don't say this is bad, this is good. You just let them flow. So I looked into this, right? There's a study done, a recent study done on um, in Finland on 162 women and 40 men aged 25 to 60. So a good age range, mostly women, which is great. So the study wanted to find out from 202 employees who had burnout. So they found 202 employees who had burnout. And um, what I mean by burnout is like irritation, um, don't want to do workout, and I'll go more into that in a minute. But they looked at them and they said they had one group. So they, one group did the standard treatments for burnout, but no mindfulness training. The other group did the standard treatment, but they did mindfulness training. They did eight weeks worth of mindfulness classes, twice a week, six days a week, uh, for 10 to 15 minutes each time. So twice a day, you can say you wake up in the morning, 10 minutes of mindfulness meditation. Then at the end of the day, maybe you do it, right? So they brought mindfulness into their daily activity. That's the important thing. So what the what the study found was the mindfulness group, right, helped they all their burnout symptoms were improved beyond the standard treatment alone. So it was way better than just standard treatment for burnout. But what they found was the most important thing: out of the five mindfulness skills, the only one, only one of those skills that helped continue counteracting burnout and exhaustion after this study was the non-judging part of mindfulness right? This is the thing that stops people burning out. Think about it. It's obvious. If you're always judging your thoughts, you're always in conflict in your mind, you're always judging what people are saying to you, you're always in conflict with what they're saying, you're always in conflict back home, you're reading stuff online, you're always in conflict, you hate reading about, you know, you come across politics, you come across stupid posts on Twitter, and you're raging all the time, and you're judging, and you're arguing, and you're just building the stress up. You're always fighting, right? Leave it go. Let go. And it doesn't mean to let go who you are. It's, to, it's more so don't keep reacting. You need to respond. Try not to let yourself judge things so much because it does lead to 
exhaustion and all this type of stuff. So that's an important thing is like, that's the main thing from a study, right? So what are the signs of burnout in case you wanted to know? Um, is complaining of exhaustion, saying I'm snowed under, I'm sore and down, sounding very cynical, like making comments like, who cares? I don't know why I bother. Oh, I hate him, like all this stuff. And then lacking confidence, like it's impossible for me to do this, it's impossible for me to do that. So see if you've got any of these signs of um, burnout. Because if you do, you need to add mindfulness, daily mindfulness to your days, right? Other things, everything hurts, you got fogged over, you keep getting sick, you struggle with your weight, you're not in the mood for anything ever, right? But here's the important part of the study. Talking about relaxation techniques can make some burnout clients feel even more overwhelmed, right? So talk about doing this and that. So you have to realize it's a daily practice, one day at a time practice. You can do it once a day, twice a day try different things out, app, running, walking, music on, music off, and just trying not to judge any of your thoughts whilst doing this, all it takes, right? They give other examples like washing the dishes is a good way, and Jeff Bezos of Amazon finishes every day by washing his dishes because he finds it meditating, he finds it amazing, he clears his mind, he gets ideas and thoughts in his mind, and he just focuses on cleaning the dishes, right? The richest man in the world. Eating by slowing down and noticing every nuance of the meal's flavors, another way. Really sit there. This helps not just with burnout, but helps with the way you handle, you know, your nutrition. And this has been shown to help that if you slow, if you eat slower, not in front of the TV, you become fuller. The satiety response is better, right? So make sure you eat slowly and just like, you know, ooh, what's this? And like, really pay attention and just don't judge stuff, right? And then walking is the other one, which is, of course, the importance of walking. Um, it's really important. And, you know, I went for a walk today, freezing, nobbling. I don't know if you know that word, but it was absolutely nobbling outside, right? But after the walk, I felt amazing. Class. I loved it. So that's it for today, really, is to, and I'll send a worksheet on how to do this. There's another technique they call the mind-body scan. Um so you basically go through, like, you find a quiet place with no distractions. You start at the top of your head and slowly go down to your toes. And who, if you did the Christmas challenge, this was mentioned in Hugh's Q&A, right? Then you ask your question, like, what are you feeling physically? What am I feeling physically? What am I feeling emotionally? What am I thinking? And based on this scan, can you learn anything about yourself today? And maybe you be like, you know, I'm really tense. And Donald speaks about this, right? He said, if you're really tense, muscular, uh, with, with, um, well, I think it was lack that spoke about it, maybe. When you're really tense muscularly, like that tension then can go to your mind. And when people take muscle relaxants, they automatically feel better. Like, oh, I feel less anxious now because the muscles are relaxed. So do analyze yourself. Are you really tense right now? Relax the shoulders, relax your face. Are you frowning? Relax everything. Breathe. Become like, realize the, the tension you've got. Just let yourself flow like water. Just release the tension right? So mindfulness, think of something. Let's get this six weeks out the way in terms of, let's find out over the six-week period about, you know, we're reading this book, we're doing the yoga, we're doing the martial arts. What can we do in these six weeks to find our optimum mindfulness thing and let's incorporate it into our daily lives, okay? It could be walking wherever and then we're going to be better off for it we'll, and then stop judging your thoughts to reduce burnout, okay? And that's it for today. Focus on what you're going to do today. Go for a walk, track your macros, what's your one big thing? Maybe some martial arts, to finish off the week learning some martial arts. It's more of a physical lesson tonight. Um, and yeah, 
If we do, we finish off here. What if your one big thing is to see me in the dojo? I shall see you in the dojo tonight. Enjoy yourself and I'll see you then. And that's it. Thank you for listening to the One Day at a Time podcast with your host, Scofflia. Hopefully you understood something I said. I hope that some wisdom kind of distilled through into your mind. And I want you to now action it today. I don't want you to think about tomorrow. I don't want you to think about yesterday. I don't want you to think about leaving a review on this podcast. I don't want you to think about going to another website. What I want you to do is as soon as this podcast ends, you will take action and make the most of today. Ground yourself today. Follow the one day at a time philosophy and your life will change.